0: Welcome to Mouthing Off with Olivia. Hey, guys, it's Olivia Caridi from The Bachelor, the girl with probably the biggest mouth you've ever seen. But now I'm using my huge mouth to talk really smart things with my favorite reality stars, influencers, YouTubers, you name it. They're going to mouth off, too. This is Mouthing Off with Olivia. Yo, another episode of Mouthing Off here. It's Olivia Caridi. Uh, Just going to give you an episode with one of my OG favorite. Bachelor Nation people, Jacqueline Swartz. Um, If you guys remember watching Ben Flannick's season many moons ago, she was a big timer on that season with her sarcastic charm. Uh, Then she was also on Bachelor Pad. She had partnered up with Ed Swiderski, if you remember him, and they dated for a little bit. And then she was on Bachelor in Paradise season two a couple summers ago. So without further ado, here is Jacqueline Swartz. Hello everybody. I have um kind of one of my old school favorites here. Uh Jacqueline Schwartz is here with me and uh we've been following each other on Instagram for a long time cuz you're sassy and I like it. <laughs> As are you. Um but yeah, you you are someone that I watched when I was growing up and I just thought oh it was gosh. so fun to watch you.
1: <laughs> I'm like an OG and it's so great You're an like- OG. I love the best. I'm like at the phase now where people are like, you look so familiar. (laughs) How do I know you? Does that still happen? Oh my God. But they like, can't put their finger on it, which is like even more awkward because I'm not going to be like, did you maybe watch the bachelor (laughs) seven years ago? You know? So it's like, but it's, it's good sense. That happens to
0: me a lot. I mean, even when I'm at work, people will say, I, have I seen you somewhere? And then it's like, how do I, how do I breach this? Like, do I say something or just say, Oh, I get that a lot. What do you usually do?
1: Um, I usually just like, I'm just like, Oh, okay. (gasps) Like, I don't really give it up unless they like, don't stop. And they like keep hitting that nail on the head, and they're like, "No, but I know you. Where is it from?" Then I'll then I'll say it, but it's like so awkward because like a lot of times they'll pretend they're like too cool for school, yeah. and, like that they didn't watch it, but it's like you know that they you know they did.
0: They have you. So it's like,
1: yeah, and I'm like cringing internally, but um, yeah. So so that's that's where I'm Good at. Times.
0: Well, for those of you who haven't made Jacqueline feel weird in person, um, she mm-hmm. is from Ben Fl- Flanick. Flannick. I think it's Flannick. 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 I actually Flan- typed Flan- it just Flannick. It's Flannick it. Flan- looking. Or, <laughs> I don't know what it is, but that's, that was the season that she was on. She was also on uh, pa- uh, bachelor pad, which mm-hmm. was great. Um, that show doesn't exist anymore, although I wish it did. Um, uh, and then bachelor in paradise season two. So, yep. um, so there's, there's a lot to, to discuss. And then a lot of fun <laughs> stuff that I found on your Instagram that I want to discuss. Yes. Um, so let's go way back when to Ben F's season. Yes. Um, first off he followed Ashley Rosenbaum season, right? Was yes. It? Or yep. Ashley uh-huh. a bear. So, so a who bear. did you yeah. watch and think, I hope this guy's the bachelor.
1: So I just, yeah, you're, I remember during auditions, they were like, watch her season closely because it's going to be one of her guys. And I just remember thinking that all her guys are just like, not, uh, you know, <laughs> so I feel like it was kind of like, it was going to be kind of a shit show either way. But I feel like Ames was such a cutie
0: Ames, and, yes.
1: Um, I love Ames who's married now. And then also who is that other one? The blonde one, Ryan Ryan, um, some guy, I think it was Ryan Park, actually.
0: That was his name. Ryan Park.
1: I just remember Um, Ames. He was so cute.
0: cute.
1: Yeah. You know, and Ames, like, lived in New York and had a great job and was, like, super successful. And, like, those were the things that I was, like, really into, you know? But, um, it ended up being Ben, who (laughs) she, I think, eliminated in the final. And he, like, left on, like, a little dinghy boat. And it was, like... (laughs) You know, it's like one of those like dramatic exits and he supposedly owned a winery though. Like that's TBD. Um, Have we ever seen it? (laughs) No, like I'm not totally sure he actually owned a winery. I think maybe he rented a winery. I don't, I don't know, but (laughs) you know, (laughs) he rented, he paid rent. Um, So yeah, so that's who it was. And I remember finding out like literally four days before we went on there.
0: And so what I think was your reaction? Met. Like, fuck, this is going to be fun or what? I was like, I'm going to keep
1: an open mind. <laughs> <is>
0: the right <laughs> so, way to do it. Very political answer, but I was like, you never know. It, it so happened. I could be into him. Did you right. like guys with long hair? No. Okay. Wow. Well.
1: And I remember that he, like, did these, like, weird videos on YouTube with his, like, friends. And they were very... They were supposed to be like comedic videos and they just like were very not funny. And I just remember being like, Oh shit. i not going to work. So you this had going to shock
0: him before yeah. you started filming. We did, but
1: here's the thing. It was a different, it was a different day and age back then. Like we Instagram was like, I did not have Instagram okay. Um, before I went on the show. I did not have Twitter. Um, there was like no when we went on the show and we got eliminated from the show, there was no way that we communicated with the other girls. Like we didn't, we followed the goddamn rules and (laughs) now it's like so different because it's just impossible to control with like social media. Right. But we were, I I remember I didn't have anyone's number and yeah it was so crazy so like if it wasn't for this one reshoot that we had to do in december which we had to reshoot some scenes because they had to integrate i think it was like a toyota rav4 um so we basically had to go back to san francisco stay at the hotel go in the car pretend we were going to a um pretend we were going to the group date and like talk about the features of the car
0: It was crazy. They flew you back out to San Francisco post filming to shoot something for a car. Yep.
1: Yep. They flew like five of us.
0: I don't think so. There must have been
1: like some sort of ad sale that they had done, which is funny because I'm in ad sales, but they must have sold something through a little bit late. um, And they probably like baked that into the cost, I'm sure, or something of like flying us all back out there. But that's when, yeah, that's when we um, exchanged numbers for the first time. That's so and I was crazy. Like, it's so crazy. Um, and then I remember we didn't know there was, I didn't know the results of like the show or what happened. I remember maybe, I think reality Steve had written something maybe like right before we had went out there. And so we were all like, Oh my God, Courtney went, <laughs> and we literally, like, it's so crazy. Like we, none of us, it was like, it's, we were so in the dark, but you know, what? It, it kind of like is refreshing to think about that. I kind
0: of wish, I mean, what we did is it was, there was a pad of paper in the mansion and this was like night one or two and we all wrote our number down and our name and i don't know one of the producers i guess took a picture and and texted it to everyone what um, yeah and then so by the time filming was over it was funny because there was a it was a group text called um Ben's ex-girlfriends or something like that and anytime someone got dumped they would magically start talking in the chat and that was how we were able to see you know who the final two or three was which is just funny it's so funny what a different world out there
1: I I know like I mean I would ask the producers for the girls numbers they would not give them to me like it was like we were not allowed to talk
0: So then they probably didn't have the problem, too, where they say you have to deactivate your Instagrams. And of course, no one nowadays wants to do that because they want all the followers.
1: They're going on the show for the followers, which none of us did, you know, like none of us. And like that is that is the OG part that I miss. And I've tweeted about this before that this show has been ruined by social media because people are there for followers and like the Instagram age is just like. It just ruined it. Like I, nobody, nobody cares.
0: No one cares. The reward are the
1: followers. Yeah, nobody gives a shit. It's so,
0: even an, a picture uh, that any of it could be for love, which, you know, either way, even if someone yeah. was uh, wanting love, the odds are against you in any way, regardless. But but still, it's like you miss the kind of pure, uh, at least the, it looked pure in the OG days. Um yeah, not as much about here. making characters and more about just the process, you know what I mean?
1: Right, right. I feel like I I don't know when it like started to turn, but um I remember Courtney Robertson, actually I was out visiting her mm-hmm. and my friend Amy Bean, who actually used to be a handler and then a producer. Oh. She's no longer with the show, but um we all became super close and I, I'll never forget Courtney like set up my Instagram for me. Really? Yeah. She like, yeah, I had no idea. That's hilarious. So that was like long after, like that was probably like women tell all films in like February. And that was in May. So like even women tell all, I didn't have, you didn't show. have anything.
0: Nope. Did you have Twitter?
1: I had a Twitter. I think I had maybe like 3000 followers from the show. I didn't really tweet. I didn't know. Like, I didn't really know what it was. I mean, Twitter is like my favorite platform ever. Oh, I um, yeah. So yeah, <laughs> people don't like people like who don't people who don't use Twitter. think I'm so weird. Cause I they're like, it's not a diet. <laughs> <laughs> I just, you know what it's, and here's the thing. Like you got to know how to use Twitter, right? Like you yep. can't just like, have a conversation with someone, like you gotta tweet your like random ass thoughts. It's your stream like of consciousness. It it's
0: whatever you're Yeah, thinking. just let it run. Doesn't make any sense. <laughs> Half of it people are like, Why did you tweet that? It gets no no likes, anything, but it's all for you. Yeah. If you follow me on Instagram, you saw my recent rant about my acne. It's always been a problem for me, that embarrassing, painful adult acne, whether it's surface pimples or undergrounders. I've tried all the overpriced department store brands, even gimmicky marketing tricks people have sent me over the years. But here's one thing I know for sure, and that's that my problem deserves the proper prescription skincare products. That's why I turned to a company called HERS. Forhers.com is the new women's wellness brand delivering prescription skincare products customized for you straight to your door. There's no doctor's appointments, no long pharmacy lines. Forhers.com connects me online with licensed doctors who can prescribe me the proper prescription product customized just for me. HERS knows that This isn't about changing something about my face, but me just finally receiving the products that my face needs. I've addressed my acne with hers, but what do you need addressed? Maybe your sunspots, uneven skin texture, enlarged pores, scars. Hers will address whatever you need just for you. HERS is finally here to bring you the science-based prescription skincare products that fight to the core of your skin needs in a super convenient way. So my Mouthing Off listeners will get a trial month of the customized acne kit from HERS for $20 off right now while supplies last. Just go to forhers.com olivia20. This would cost hundreds if you went to the doctor or pharmacy, so you're getting an insane deal. That's F-O-R-H-E-R-S dot com slash Olivia 20 for hers slash Olivia 20. I always like to know how people got on the show. Okay. So good one. what's your story? my story is i was living in new york at the time and i'm now in chicago
1: but okay, um yeah. we were it was a tuesday night i was out to dinner with my camp friends yes my camp friends um oh, camp. and <laughs> oh camp and i remember we were at the mermaid Inn. they do this like they do this tuesday like yeah. happy hour it's like oysters and eat beer I and mean, yeah you lived in new york oh, i, I that yeah um and we were recapping the show from the night before. And we were all just drunken, like, gossiping about it, and they were, like, somehow they suddenly were just, like, oh, my God, Jacqueline, you would be so funny on this show. <laughs> you have to go on this show. And I was, like, what are you talking about? Like, it wasn't even a thought ever in my brain that I was going to go on this show. So I went home, and I was pretty drunk, and I remember I applied online, <laughs> and the next, day I was at, the next day I was at work, and I was in my cube, and... I saw somebody call me from a, from L.A., and I was like, who the fuck is calling me from L.A.? Like, I didn't <laughs> even remember. I didn't put two and two together. And I picked up, and I was, like, so blindsided, and they were like, hi, it's The Bachelor. Oh. Um, and then, like, honestly, so that was literally the day after. And then from there, it just never stopped. It was, like, almost like smooth sailing from there. It was like, okay, I'm going to, like, do this video for them, and then okay. I'm going to, like, take these photos, and then I'm going to, like, you know... I forget what else that I had to go. Then I just went to ABC in person to meet with Lacey. You know, if you're meeting with Lacey, that's a really good sign. Um, and I got there and she knew like exactly who I was. She knew everything about me. I was like, oh shit, this actually like might be for real. And then they were like, okay, well, you'll know, like in a couple of weeks, if we make it to finals. They called me and they're like, we're flying to LA. Then I went to LA, nailed that interview with the producers. And I was like, I was like, I'm going to be on this show.
0: So, I, like, so that was similar. Uh, yeah, I did the same. Did yeah. they fly you out to LA and they brought you in the office and, and they put you on camera again? They didn't bring me into the office. Did you go to the office? I went into some big office, and um, Pete Scalatar was there, who's no longer with the show, and Elon Gale. P- um, he's not? Pete Scalatar's not with the show anymore. Wait, Pete. Remember Pete? What? He's like Elon sidekick, who- um, No, me. I know Pete. Yeah, no, he's not with the show anymore. Like, what it was fuck? like a thing too. I'll have to follow up on that. Yeah, please do. Wait, what? Yeah, like something, the, the show is the worst, obviously. Um, and the, a lot obviously goes on that we don't see. But I guess um, it was when the spinoff of the Fox, remember when they, they tried to do a show on Fox um, called, oh my god, what was it called? It was a dating show that tanked after like one season but his wife was the one that created the Fox show. And so ABC Cassie. got all mad, Cassie. So ABC got mad. And I don't know exactly what happened after that, but we had a meetup when I lived in New York city and he, he right. was like, yeah, I'm doing documentaries now or something like that. He doesn't work with the show anymore. Oh my gosh. And he'll occasionally mm. text me and just say, how are you or what's going on? But I'm, I'm just kind of like, ugh, ugh. Uh, I yeah, I don't want to touch it anymore. I know, I
1: know, I know how you feel. Um, I love Pete though. So I love
0: him so much. Unfortunate. I love him so much. So yeah, so text him. But um yeah, he was in the room and they put me on camera one more time. But at that point I had the same feeling as you of like, This is good. You're on. Yeah. Yeah.
1: You're like, yeah. I mean you're once you're you're seeing those people. But I have to ask
0: because your friends thought you would be funny on the show? Like, did you want mm-hmm. love at that point? Were you wanting to date and get married or was it just more of an experience?
1: It's so funny. I was 27 when I went on the show. I'm 34 now. So seven years ago and like, I am not ready for a marriage. So <laughs> I mean like, you know, it's like, I think, it, but that's all circumstantial, right? Like if I met him tomorrow and I would like fall in love, then like obviously I'd be ready for marriage. Like I had, I went into it with an open mind and I was like, I think it was just the competitive nature of me and like my my character that like just really wanted to like continue down the road of the bachelor and like win the damn thing but like again <laughs> like in my mind it was it was it was about winning like it wasn't so much about love which is like I think there's a really big fine line and that like is something that we talk that that contestants talk about like all the time is like when you you know when somebody says like oh I'm here to win or something that it's like they'll probably like make you re-say that um in your interviews so it's um yeah I think I got there and you're talking about your feelings 24 7 and you're led to believe that you like this guy because you're talking about it so fucking much mm-hmm. that I was like okay no I actually think I like it. I, I like him um, but then when I got eliminated really early on in the season, I think it was like episode three or four, I was just like, I was, I was bawling. I was okay. so upset, but I was more so angry because I felt that I had been done like an injustice. Oh yeah. Um, yeah. And that I should still be there. And like, I felt, I felt kind of like bamboozled by like the whole thing. Oh, um, I
0: remember you, you kind of, you had a pretty dramatic, uh, goodbye. If I recall, didn't he, somebody have a fainted. Rose? yeah and he, he had run out yes yes okay exactly Why he had a rose and he that? was like because
1: he's a fucking <laughs> asshole I mean <laughs> I was literally like stand, I'm like you couldn't and I had gotten you want to know the best part is I had gotten all the fucking shots for the international travel
0: Ugh. and
1: <laughs> I was like I got all these shots for you, nothing you, you were vaccinated for like, travel I was vaccinated for goddamn like Panama and Belize and like wherever oh. the they went I was like well at least I won't get meningitis like <laughs> oh god I was so pissed but yeah so what happened was that a girl from the previous season her name was Chantal mm-hmm. um, yep. like stormed in We were all pissed. Um, And then this girl, Erica, fainted. Then it was, like, me and Chantel. And he was like, Jacqueline, thank you so much for opening up to me tonight. But uh, I can't give out this rose. And I was like, oh, my God. I was like, I told him that my parents were divorced. Oh, so I am getting eliminated. To open up to <laughs> I opened up like, which is so such a stupid phrase. Like, Oh, oh my man. God, you opened up. But anyway, yeah. I was pissed. I didn't even do like, they couldn't even use my exit interview. Cause I was so mad. Was it probably um, one I, of those
0: weird things where you just disappeared because they couldn't air the footage. So it was yeah, a mystery. Uh-huh.
1: <laughs> yeah. I like locked myself in a bathroom and then Bennett had to like pull me in to my exit interview and he was like don't you want America to love you oh, and I was like shut yeah. the fuck up
0: Bennett. I, don't care. I was so mad I, was so mad. I, I got and that I too Bennett don't so you much. want America to feel bad for you oh god those lines oh. it's like they have these
1: lines they just like
0: don't you want America to
1: love you I was like no I don't give a shit about America I don't care about America
0: <laughs> it's hard to even think about it when you're on it you know Like, I never Uh even thought that anyone was going to watch it. It was just like this weird alternate universe where I'm like, what the fuck is going on right now?
1: Yes, exactly. (laughs) I'm like, I just want to like keep drinking with my friends and like staying at the Waldorf. You know, it's like, come on, keep me here.
0: Oh, those hotels Um, were the best. If I'm not listening to my own podcast, because I'm one of those people, I'm listening to true crime podcasts or I'm watching all kinds of true crime documentaries. I've also added Hunt a Killer to my obsessions list. So here's what it is. Hunt a Killer is a monthly subscription where you become a detective immersed in a murder mystery. So each month, a fictional serial killer will send you cryptic clues, objects, and letters that you can actually use to solve a crime in real time. It's an interactive, convincing game that looks and feels real, and it satisfies my likely strange obsession with true crime. And if you're one of those people, this game is for you. It's a perfect game to play solo, or you can do it like I do. I bring my box every month to my Seattle family dinners so we can drink wine and pretend to be detectives. You can even join their online community working with other people who are at the same point in the story as you are. Over 60,000 people have joined Hunt a Killer's online community, and they have over 1,000 five-star customer reviews. So right now, just for my mouthing off listeners and those true crime lovers out there, you can go to huntakiller.com slash Olivia for 10% off your first box. They only accept 200 members per day. So you got to hurry and take advantage of this. That's huntakiller.com slash Olivia for 10% off your first box. Once more for you, huntakiller.com slash Olivia. Walking into the house the first night, um, pretty trippy experience. What, so what tripping. was going on in your mind? What were like first impressions? Did you feel as self-conscious as I did?
1: <laughs> yeah. Um, no, I was like, I'm going to the final
0: four. <laughs> I,
1: like, I got, I got this in the bag. Like I am like totally going to hometown. It's like, get ready. Newt, Massachusetts. <laughs> um, no, I, I think that I was surprised. I mean, I was really surprised to see like, the caliber of beauty. Like, I'm not going to mm-hmm. lie. Like I, I saw Courtney and I was like, and my friend Casey and I was like, Oh shit. Oh, here we go. Was like, final four. Oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> you know? And then there was like my friend Samantha and like a sash. She's like a pageant queen. And then mm-hmm. there was like, mm-hmm. but you know, I was just kind of like thrilled to be there. And like, it was really surreal Um, and again, like a different world, right? Like, I feel like we were so much more, not innocent, but like we were less overexposed to like, so the social media culture. Mm -hmm. Um, so I felt like, yeah, like it was humbling to be there, but like, I remember in the limo ride, the girls were talking about running. (laughs) They're like, I hope we can work out. Uh, like in the house. <laughs> like is anyone gonna like does anyone wanna go and runs with me? And like obviously, like I remember Claudia who's no longer with the show was in my limo and I remember we were like rolling our eyes at each other because it's like they can't use any of that footage and no. I was like, Girls get with it. Like stop it. Like you're all, all terrible. But um yeah, no, we can't talk about working out for twenty five minutes in the limo. No. Um but yeah, I, I mean I just I I didn't feel threatened, but I I definitely was blown away by yeah yeah and you said Courtney was the
0: was kind of like a, a wow moment for you oh my god
1: she's so beautiful but yeah. you know it's like just one of those things where it's like she came in yeah um she was the you the, know it's like yeah yep. Yeah. Yeah. and Oh, and my friend Emily O'Brien, I remember she had done like all this. She was she was so fun because she had done all this research <laughs> on Ben before we got there, which like I didn't. And she said she was like she pulled me aside and she was like, "I just want to let you know that you know Ben said that he would never date a blonde <laughs> ever again." So and she was blonde too. So we were like, "Well, we're
0: fucked." We're, so, we're like, just "We're going not home. here."
1: And so like Courtney was brunette. We're like, "That's the one." You know, it was just like so obvious I mean but, um, even when
0: I remember when Lauren B, the winner of my season I I was like in awe of her I just thought she was like the most beautiful human being I've ever seen and I was like okay yeah there you go yeah that's it yeah, <laughs> yeah.
1: it's so true there's always like there's always you can always I mean you can tell
0: yeah you,
1: It from the, from the get-go and, and you
0: just have to keep holding on and being like oh yeah there's a there's a spot for me here <laughs>
1: Yeah, exactly. Which like, is stupid. I was like, okay, well, I'm. De- I was like, I'm definitely making it past tonight. Okay, so uh, you know, and it's like you're kind of just like doing the math in your mm-hmm. head, but
0: yeah, I feel yeah. it. This episode of Mouthing Off is brought to you by the Burst Sonic Toothbrush. Revolutionizing the Sonic Toothbrush, Burst is the best oral care you'll ever buy. It's the one I use each and every day. It's best known for its charcoal-infused, super soft bristles. The charcoal removes surface stains, and the bristles are hygienic for the lifetime of the brush head. It's the first toothbrush head specifically designed for sonic vibrations, and it's proven to remove plaque and stains without damaging enamel or your gums. The Burst Sonic Toothbrush has the most powerful motor on the market and the longest battery life with up to four weeks on just one hour of charging. Even dental professionals are loving it. It's the most endorsed and over 10,000 dental professionals have switched over to Burst. Go to BurstOralCare.com to get your first Burst Sonic Toothbrush today. And with the Burst subscription program, you'll get a new replacement head every three months for just six dollars each. If you use my code at checkout, the code is Olivia, you'll also get 10% off your order. Join over 100,000 subscribers who are loving their Burst Sonic toothbrush. That's BurstOralCare.com with the code Olivia for 10% off. Don't miss out on this offer for yourself or you can give it to someone as a gift. That's BurstOralCare.com and don't forget my code Olivia. So, yeah. so Courtney was yes. the villain on yes. the season. Or at least that's how it aired. But you two are pretty sarcastic. Did you get her? Did you think she was a villain?
1: Um Courtney kept to herself okay. a lot. Um, you know, she like she had a journal. She would like go, I remember one time I like found her in the closet, like journaling. I'm like, what are you doing? (laughs) You know, but it's like, not everybody does well with that scenario where it's just like girls all the time. There's like no alone time. And like, I don't think that, you know, KCB from like Tennessee, did like did well with that so I think it was like people were like why is she like why is she like excluding herself like Mm -hmm. why is she separating herself and it's like well and here's the thing like she was not she was not mean you know she really wasn't like we're all, all I mean listen like Like I'm bitchy. Like I talk (laughs) shit and I'm bitchy, but I own it. I think with, I think with Courtney was that she did come off. Not as, not as outright mean. Like she was, she's very soft spoken. Okay. And I think when we started watching it, it was like, holy shit. Like they really went the extra mile with her. Mm -hmm. um but you know there are things that she did like when I'll never forget like that scene where Jamie Otis was talking to bed and she like was in this like little white bikini and was like prancing around their conversation I mean that shit to me is funny as hell there was
0: another scene I was watching just this morning because I just like to watch the old stuff but uh there were there, everyone was just, you know how you sit around and the producers say, talk about your feelings and everyone's going around saying, you know, I'm nervous or I'm tired. And Courtney's just like, I don't know about you guys, but I feel great. Like we're here, yeah. we're, I, I have a Mai Tai, I'm feeling great. Yeah. Ben's not the only guy out there in this world. And all the girls are like, did she just say that? But I know Courtney, right. I know that she was just trying to be like, can we just have fun here? exactly and like it's so funny because like
1: when she says those things it's like mo like all of america like gasped and all the girls gasped and it's like why like it's funny
0: it's you just know like, let's all drink my ties and have a good time we're here we're on vacation yeah.
1: <laughs> totally i mean i'll never forget like during the reshoots the um the producers, I mean listen, I'm never going on a show again, so no. I don't really care yeah, what I say, but whatever. um the producers like pulled during that research shoot in December, did we did pickups yeah. and um they they were like So don't you think that Courtney is like a black widow? And I was like, what? <laughs> and they're like, you know, a black widow <laughs> I was like what the and it's so ironic because fast forward seven years, I go on, or not seven, but five, I go on bachelor in paradise a couple summers ago and I'm watching it. I'm watching the episode. I come in and they're all like, Jacqueline is a black, a black widow. widow. But nobody would put two and two together, but it was something that like stuck in my mind. I'm like, I know the producer behind that black widow analogy and I, you're doing the I same thing. I know it's the me. same
0: person. I know who it is.
1: I know who it is. I know who you are. Um, but yeah, so I was just like, who the, nobody in like nobody in culture describes people as black widows. No, so it's not something that we do. So like, I,
0: I would just, giggle if someone asked me to so say so that ironic, I'd be like, this you know? is awkward. she's a black widow. Yeah. Ew. They were like, Jacqueline's
1: a black widow. Like, I feel like she'd like handcuff me and like fuck the shit out of me. And I'm like, who is like telling you this? That but like also so I know strange. who's telling you this. And like, none of you guys know anything about my sex life. So <laughs> it's just funny that you're saying, you know, it's just like <laughs> um, uh, I just it was just so comical. But was, Yeah, so I think you Courtney. Is hysterical. That's, I love her.
0: Net net. I met her in person yeah. and thought she was incredible. And certainly she does have an interesting personality, but I'm tend to be drawn toward people who are, you know, just different and march to the beat of their own. Right. Life. Like she's super authentic to me, which is which is what I really like about her. You know? Of course, yeah. Yeah. Is there anyone else it. who maybe behaved more more villainous as it was filming, that didn't get edited that way.
1: I don't think so. Um, they, they, I wasn't villainous, but they definitely honed in on all, all all the shit talking I did, which is totally fine. Because <laughs> I don't like, I don't care. Um, I think you know what happened to Emily O'Brien. I don't know if you remember. I her. do she remember. Was, her, yeah, um, getting. Yeah. Okay, so she. She made it to right, I think, where to where you made it to, right? Like right before Hometown. Oh, um. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So she was like she got a she got a bad edit towards the end mm-hmm. because what started happening is that they flipped the switch and gave started giving Courtney a more favorable edit towards the end. Right. Um and they made her look really insecure and paranoid. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And all that she was saying was like basically this is bullshit. Like, yeah, this whole thing is bullshit. And like, they basically turned it into like her just like spinning, like spinning out of control, telling Ben, like talking shit about Courtney to Ben, Ben getting fucking mad at her for talking shit about Courtney, Mm. you know, and it just ended up just not being a good edit in the end. But like, she got a really favorable edit the whole way through. I think people even want her to be that threat. So, Mm. um, which they, they ended up not choosing anyone from our season. So, um, <laughs> they went with I Emily and which, like, we all know um, was going to happen. But.
0: Yeah. Um, I wonder if the producers maybe convinced Emily O'Brien to talk to Ben about Courtney. You know?
1: What oh, was, yeah.
0: I, I would think so.
1: Yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm sure.
0: Yeah. Ugh. When it comes to an effective multivitamin, we all deserve more than the traditional women's quote-unquote vitamins that aren't doing us any favors. We should all be starting each day with multivitamins from ritual. So each morning I take two capsules from Ritual made with the nine essential nutrients that most women lack. Ritual's multivitamin fills all the gaps in a woman's diet from D3 to omega-3 and the vitamins have a fresh minty flavor and no fishy aftertaste. I want to keep it real with you guys. So I wrote down all my reactions to taking Ritual for the past two months and I'm just going to read them to you. So here you go. No feeling sick or nauseous after taking the vitamin because of the minty flavor and no weird taste in my mouth because there's no fishy aftertaste. They're easy to swallow. I don't get headaches or stomach aches like I have in the past with multivitamins. Another thing I love about Ritual, the vitamins are vegan-friendly, sugar-free, non-GMO, gluten-free, made with allergen-free ingredients, and you can see all of their sources completely transparent for all of you label readers like myself. So start the same way that I did. Get a subscription. It's just a dollar a day to have all the essential nutrients your body needs delivered to your door every single month. And you can put it on snooze or freeze anytime you want to. Do yourself a favor and get a multivitamin that's doing all the favors for you and for your body. Visit ritual.com slash olivia to start your ritual today. That's ritual.com slash olivia. Are you close with anyone still from that season? Yeah, of course. So my friend Casey,
1: um, who is beautiful but didn't get like any airtime whatsoever. She actually (laughs) dated Alon, Alon after the show for a little while. Uh um, that's hilarious. Yeah. I love yeah, that.
0: Wait, yeah. Wait, Casey, like, Casey, had, what was the last name? Shemer. Casey Schemer. Okay. And I got to look She'd her up. She's married with Yeah, you got to look her up. She's married
1: with a baby now. Um yeah, but it was crazy like Alan had to like divulge it to the show and like get permission cuz so it's like cool. obviously very Fish. against the rules. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah,
1: it was again super super scandalous. Oh. Um So she's one of my best friends and like, but like in life, you know what I mean? it's like, she's not a bachelor friend. She's like a best friend. Um, so we both, we both live in Chicago and she's married with a baby now. And then, um, my friend Jennifer, she had like red hair, Mm -hmm. but like, like bottle red hair, not like redhead, redhead. Um, she her and I are still close and then um, Courtney and I obviously still friends and then honestly me and my friend Amy Bean who was a handler yeah. and then a producer um, but you know I've made friends over the years like Carly Waddell and I are yeah. are, are close you know from pad or no not pad paradise uh, paradise yep. Um. yeah it's just been it's been a long It's listen it's been like a very large part of my life in different ways um, so it's those girls that like have stuck around are like are real life friends. They're not like bachelor friends. So you do the ones who are bachelor friends, yeah. yeah, yeah, the ones who are bachelor friends, like you see them go away. But
0: um, the rest, <laughs> you do have lifelong friends from here. But
1: the other ones, I like, like to keep around.
0: Yeah, that's funny. So then, then you go yeah. on Bachelor Pad, which, as I said, I think it was the greatest spin off show of all of the all shows. Time.
1: It's so good. Oh, so good. It was
0: wonderful. It had the competition, it had the romance, it had the backstabbing. I mean, it had every I don't yeah. Do you know why it left first of all? Um I yes, I
1: think it was because it wasn't as linked to romance as ABC would have liked. I think also it was a little too aggressive I think for ABC. Uh, Which is super unfortunate. Um, So that's why Paradise is like only tied to like to to love. You know, it's like
0: yeah, they they do want their romance.
1: They do. It just wasn't. uh, It was an aggressive show. I mean, like we (laughs) we called it. We called it um we called the mansion, first of all, which I think is burning down. It is burning speak. down. But we yeah. call yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
0: it is really burning down, which is
1: so uh, sad. We called the ma- we called the mansion. I know, I know. Except you all know of what? the they, memories it's about in time to fix that shower. Oh. I know. Yeah. I know. Um but they call we called the mansion Murder mansion because it was just like like, literally, just so, it was so fucked up. Like, I, my brain during that, those, like, that six weeks or whatever it was, I, I've never felt that crazy in my entire life. Like, hmm. the other thing is that they they changed the rules on the fly. Like, they changed the eliminations on the fly. Like, remember, uh, I don't know, this was, like, this is, like, so specific, but there was one episode where they were, like, and tonight um all everyone will be voting to vote out one yeah i remember that like a girl or one guy yep. and one girl like it was like so they just like changed the rules and that's when um erica eliminated My- michael stagliano because then the girls you know, we had to vote choose to vote out one girl and then that one girl was going to have the power to to, el- to single-handedly eliminate a guy yeah yeah, yeah. So she took Stagliana with her and it <laughs> disrupted the whole thing, <laughs> screwed up our whole
0: alliance, murder everything mansion. shit
1: from there. <laughs> yeah, murder mansion. Oh, oh god, right.
0: what a what a trip. Did it work like Paradise Nowadays where everyone was, you know, DMing before and making alliances pre-show? Or was it similar to Bachelor where no one really contacted each other or couldn't contact each other?
1: Yeah, you know what? Um, no, it was still pretty innocent like we weren't Hmm. I remember um, I had met Michael Stagliano at a a bar or something like after we were done or he came to the after party of our like rap for Women Tell All and him and I like became friends and then he texted me before the show saying he was coming on and he was like he was like I played this game before like if you like you help me I'll help you (laughs) and like I know how to bring you to the end and I was like okay I want the money. Um, yeah. There were also like, there were also, I think five girls for my season on the show. So I felt like I could do a pretty good job of like manipulating that situation, right. which I did. But, um, I, I feel like it was just, it kind of all fell into place. Like I hadn't met Chris Bukowski until we mm-hmm. showed up to that house and Kaylin until we showed up to that house and, we just like, it just immediately like fell into place. Yeah. Um, and Ed, and Ed didn't know what the, he was, he was like blacked out the first night. So we were just like, <laughs> let's just bring, let's just bring him in and like, tell him what to do. And he was just like, okay,
0: he's easy to manipulate. So, yeah. He's an easy one. Oh, I, so, love it. Oh, I forget. I it, there know. was money. Duh. There's money at the end. What was it? 200,
1: 250,000. Yeah. Oh, what so, did I do with that? I know. And then my best friend eliminated me in the I final know. round.
0: So let's, I, I want to talk about that. I mean, there's obviously Terrible. a lot that went on. L- let's, let's talk about Ed. First of all, you, okay. you partnered up with Ed and you were yes. partnered the entire time. Although he did like hook up with Sarah, yeah, he,
1: which he slept with Sarah, like <laughs> right before him and I started good times. Um, yep. Yeah, before him and I started like to be together, um, which was like super weird. Yeah. And, made a very weird dynamic between Sarah and I for the rest of the season. But, um, yeah, he, we ended up being together. Um, we ended up dating after the show.
0: Oh, okay. You tried to date after the show? Yeah, we tried. Yeah,
1: we gave it a, we gave it a good, good old try. Yeah. I mean, it was successful for a bit. Um, we were a long distance, but, um, in the end, you know, it just, didn't work out yeah like at his head so um <laughs> yeah but you know here's the thing like he was my best friend and it you know I'm, I'll always have feelings for him like you know well not feelings but I'll always have like a place right. in my heart for him you know it's like even though he's kind of a shit human a lot of the time <laughs> like you know it's like I have a soft spot for him so he is married now and mm. um we don't really see each other anymore, um, but we were like hanging out still for for a while. But it just, you know, had to obviously end up. especially
0: you know. By the scenarios. way, everyone, yeah, Ed, Ed, Ed. Um, got, engaged Harris, right? Ed um, got engaged to Jillian Harris, right? Jillian Harris on that's right. Red. And
1: she, yep.
0: So and that's cheated a, on her. Oh, right. well, he did. Yeah. Oh, I her. don't, I didn't know. I I, um, I didn't know. Yeah. That. So this is like old school bachelor. Yeah. Guys. This is this old is school. Like... This is my kind of shit though. Like this is the yeah, stuff this I thrive is good on. Shit. Okay. <laughs> this so is the good tea when, so like, Jillian yeah, because... and Ed got engaged. He cheated on her. They uh-huh. broke up and, and then he yeah, went on so bachelor I guess pad this girl right girl, after like,
1: exposed. Yeah. This girl like exposed emails or something. I forget what it was exactly, <sighs> but it was very, very clear that he cheated. Um, and I remember it was, like, all over all the mags. Oh, the mags. Cover the of Us mags. Weekly. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah. When, like, mags used to care about Bachelor. <laughs> um, and, and uh, yeah, he cheated on her. And then it was, like, maybe, like, a couple seasons. Because Jillian was, bef- was pretty long before my time, I want to think. Or actually, I don't know, because Staglion was on that season, too. So I feel like it was maybe, maybe like, seasons? a few seasons later. two seasons, three, two. Yeah. 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 Mm. So... So then he came on, on pad. And like, I think that that didn't go over well. I don't think with, uh, with viewers and, and bachelor nation, everyone was like, if I won that show and had gotten engaged and was engaged to like the lead, like I wouldn't I going seen. on on bachelor right. pad, but he was like, what, like literally the first one who did that. Yeah. So you, now you see it all the time. Like you see Ben Higgins, oh, and whatever goes on, like winter games. Yeah. Yeah. He's, he's latching on hard to that Bachelor's way. Bachelors so, like, can you do
0: um, this? And he's like, yes, sure. Sure. Anything for you. It's like, I'm already on the plane. I'm, I'm there already. <laughs> <on my> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I remember Ed. I always thought I, I liked him a lot, but I, he always gave me the impression that he was like a giant man, baby. Yes. He is a man, baby and, for sure. Man yeah, baby. So I had a feeling that wasn't going to work out, but you know, and then you guys coupled up. Oh, and this was my other favorite part of y'all's thing was that I don't know if it was the first time that you guys like had a hookup moment. I don't even know if you guys hooked up, but I just remember the sounds that was super loud Uh, from the bedroom. Oh my God. Yeah. And I was like, I can't find it. Like, like, they made it,
1: like, oh, my mm. God. I was, where is it? Like, talking about his dick. And I'm like, I don't remember that happening. <laughs> but I was, like I, like, I just, like, remember there was, like, an ass slap. And I just, um, Alon, had, Alon had called me before the episode aired and was like, so uh, you might want to tell your parents not to watch this one. And I was like, oh, shit. So I knew it? it was coming. Oh, my God. And then it was, like. I, yeah, the noises, I don't know. I feel like some of them might have been dumped in there. I think sound effects were like,
0: responsible for some of those because I was like, that's yeah. just aggressive. <laughs> yeah,
1: it was aggressive. I don't know. It was like, oh yeah, yeah. I was like, that's not how that went down, I don't think. Oh, but it. it was funny, like him and I... um We never, we slept out by the barbecue pit. Do you know, do you remember the areas in the house? It's like lower, lower Lido, upper Lido, fireplace, barbecue pit for all you future bachelor people. (laughs) You'll, you'll become very familiar with these um, places in the house. Uh Um, So yeah, we slept in the bachelor pit, like, or sorry, the barbecue pit, like every night because it was like a huge it was basically like a queen size bed outside. Right. And so you've pad filmed in the summer. So it was like beautiful outside. Yeah. And so we, in the house was hot as shit. So we never slept in there and they yeah, had no separate rooms, but yeah. And then we slept one time in the wine cellar on the floor. <laughs> do you <laughs> even know where cool the wine one. cellar is? I it's, it's in the elim- elimination room. It's like behind, there's like a wine cellar. It, it's so weird. I don't, I don't know what, what the fuck we it. were doing.
0: Oh, I do remember it, but it, they covered it with a curtain. Yes. So yeah. there,
1: if there's like a, there is like a full fledged, like wine cellar in there. I and never like, explored Oh my God. And like, Bummer. Yeah. Yeah. There's also like rats in that house oh, or mice in that house.
0: Fire.
1: Oh God. So yeah. So it's sad. on fire. That's very sad.
0: Um, wow. Okay. So I want to talk about the ending and like Ugh. without getting to, so basically, so Rachel was, was your best friend at the time. Um, yes. and she was with Nick Peterson and then it was, because she, was with, she was
1: originally with, she's originally with Stagliano. Right.
0: But she he got and sent then,
1: home. Yep. So then she was with Nick and the whole, all the episodes where she was with Nick, she was like, Oh, I just like wish Michael was here. And like, Oh, I like, <laughs> I, like my default partner. And like all this stuff. and like, we had kept Nick around. Cause he he was so fucking bad at challenges. <laughs> because he was like really goofy like listen you can work out as much as you want like be very muscly but you can still be the most like uncoordinated unathletic person and it's so funny and that was that was him yeah and so we kept him around to just like eliminate him down the ropes he didn't do anything he was harmless (laughs) and then rachel talked all this shit about him and what happened was he had promised to split the money they'd spoken you know right
0: that was a big thing
1: yeah because we we end we ended filming right before the Fourth of July, the six of us, mm-hmm. and then um we filmed the finale in September, so there's a lull where you're watching the episodes and then you also then have to watch the final episodes before we vote for the finale, obviously. Um, and in the last episode which we had to watch in our hotel rooms in seclusion by the way Ed didn't show up to the finale they had to fly to Vegas to pull him out of a bachelor party like literally a handler had to get on a plane go to Vegas man baby literally like go pull him from a hotel with like some stripper's tits in his face (laughs) and like and like fully bring him onto and I had to work with um, Alicia who's also not on the show anymore but she was she was high up there Um, we had to work with her to figure out what hotel room he was at and I was like it was like, it was a whole thing. But anyway, um, so the, the last episode that we had to watch in our rooms by ourselves where we couldn't talk to each other before we saw each other on stage, okay. um, she, she talked the most shit about Nick and I was like, he's going to fucking change he's, his yeah. mind. And I said to her really like right before we started filming, I was like, he's, I was like, I was like, do not share that money. I was like, do keep, do keep, do keep. Now, here's yeah. the thing. If she did keep it, he did keep it's prisoner's dilemma, right? So if they both said keep, then like we would all, the, the contestants all collectively split the pot I minus see. them.
0: So, so let's, let's remind everyone with bachelor pad, yep. it's the two couples or the couple at the end. And yep. you can either say share and you share or the two fifty, or keep. But if you both say keep, then yes. no one get. well, then neither of them neither so if you both say keep neither get the money and the contestants split the pot right
1: if one if they both say share they split the money down the middle they each get 125k mm-hmm. if the, one says keep and one says share which is the, what happened oh, and the person oh, who oh, says keep gets all the fucking money so i was like do keep because i don't trust him regardless like at least we can split the pot and he the money doesn't go to him um <laughs> and she did share because rachel's a good soul yeah and he did keep and he got all the money honestly was like the best moment in like I mean he got shit on
0: but like um, part of me like why did why do you owe this per? like what do you have to trust with this random person that you've been a partner with for a little bit you know what I mean right
1: so here's the thing Rachel because she fucked me so bad in the end was gonna split the money with me so here so I wanted Rachel to win the money um and I think Chris Harrison might've said that in an interview, which like was supposed to be top secret, but it's like, everybody knew that like yeah. we were going to do that. Um, but the thing is, is that he made Rachel, let and me be an in, in the final, because we were going to, we would definitely, I feel like we would have definitely won.
0: What do you think you and Ed so would have done? We would have split it for sure.
1: You trust. me. Yeah. I mean, I was like, I was like infatuated with him at that point. I was like, I was like, I'm going to marry this I guy. I love this yeah, guy. Totally. Yeah. I, was like, I love him. Um, <laughs> So definitely we would have shared it. Oh. Although I deserved it all. because You should have kept it. Do he's a man baby. He literally didn't do anything strategically. He just like <laughs> <laughs> drink. Yeah. And every time that he felt that he was going to get eliminated, because there were a few times in the, in the show where people his name was on the chopping block, he would like cry about, like not cry, but he would like throw his fit and like, just like say he was going to eliminate himself and leave. And I was like, Oh my God.
0: It's like, grow up. Come on. We got it. It was just such a, right, it was such a, right. such a coaster. I was like, so that's
1: it. going to get up and leave. It's going to walk out. It's like so dramatic. Well, um, I wish we could
0: have seen that stuff.
1: I know. I know. There was one. There was one that they aired. That was, um,
0: yeah. yeah, but you listen, that was like a
1: shitty ass road. I mean, there was an episode where Chris put us on the spot and was like, Ed and Jacqueline. Ed, okay. So, hi. Uh, uh, would you say that you and Jacqueline are like competitive partners, or would you say that you're a couple?
0: Oh, and he probably said partners, and that destroyed you.
1: Destroyed me. I was like bawling. I like yeah. ran out. Of, I like ran out of the room. Then like, they aired the whole thing, and I was like, well, I wouldn't be fucking you on TV if I got three for partners? I wouldn't <laughs> be partners. searching for your dick on TV." Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, oh my god, it was so bad. Aww. It was so so bad. But
0: I know you're, poor, you're better off now,
1: Jacqueline. I know. And it's just so funny. Like I would have done things. I'm like such a different human now than I was then. And I was just such a little doormat
0: <laughs> we are a all doormat, had doormat love. phases. We all had yes. it. We fall hard and fast. We have. <laughs> I know. It's so sad. That girl was so sad. Uh, but look where um, you are now. Yeah, I know. No. Drinking seltzer water in your Chicago. Drinking apartment. seltzer on a Saturday. <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah, so I mean, the ending was crazy.
1: I honestly didn't speak to after the after Rachel eliminated me because she got mall, and I didn't speak to Alon either because Alon was a big part in convincing them to eliminate me. Mm-hmm. I think of so. He I think. Come so. I was on. so I was told. Yeah, he was. Um, so I didn't speak to him nor Rachel for about a month. Um, I was, I was butt hurt. I was like, and here's the thing that people forget, like, and with you, and I know that you've talked about this, like about yourself and it's just like, we're, we're real people. And these are real emotions, like manifesting itself in front of your eyes. And like, people forget that. Like it, it's real. These scenarios are created and they're real and we have no outlet. And Mm -hmm. I was, I, they couldn't also, they also couldn't use my exit interview. Um, from that. they showed me a little bit crying in the limo. Um, but I said some really bad things in that limo. And I remember one line that I said that I can't even say out loud because it's that bad say about it. Rachel. It was, so, I can't, I, I can't. Well, how are you guys now? Was, I saw
0: you guys got tattoos back in like 20 Yeah, we so did. Cool I, now, right? <laughs>
1: Yeah, she's still my best friend. I was okay. in her wedding, Okay. and um, yeah, she's we made up and we're good. And did you tell No TV did you at show will tell
0: her up? what you said in the limo.
1: Um, I definitely have told her. Good, yes,
0: there you go. That's all that needs. Here's to be Here's the thing, said.
1: guys. I own it, right? Yeah. I say it and I own it. I'm never like, oh, whoops, I don't recall. I must have been locked out. I hate those people. Oh, but the no, worst. I fucking said it and here's why. Yeah.
0: And that's so, why, like, I'll, I'll always admit I didn't look good. I'm not sit- sitting here saying I, oh, I'm innocent and I did nothing. Like, hello. But, like, you had fun with it. See, that's
1: the thing is, like, I always am, like, whatever quote unquote villain. I'm always, like, on your team because, like, you are you're having fun with it. You're not taking it too seriously. Yeah. And I think people forget that. Like, you're like it's a joke guys. Like, well, that's it's, why I it's liked, funny. and I laughed at
0: Courtney was because, you know, she's just sitting here just being like, dude, we're staying at a beautiful resort yeah. wherever you were. Like not everything has, you know, and half the, half the stuff I was saying was just me trying to like have a little fun, make light of like a really freaking emotionally charged situation. And I, A lot of times I feel, and I don't know if you agree with this, but I feel like sometimes, you know, the, the most, the realist, most uh, sarcastic people are the ones that oftentimes are in trouble. Um, when it comes to the villain, quote unquote edit, you know what I mean?
1: Yeah. And like, I wouldn't say Corinne, I I didn't feel What was that? Was that her name? Corinne. Corinne next
0: season. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I, I didn't like her as much. Like I really liked you. Like I remember being like, Oh my God, like, Olivia, like team Olivia for life, because it's like you bring an element to the show. That's like entertaining for yeah. me. The rest are just honestly, those girls are like watching paint drag. So, <laughs> Same. you know, I, it's exactly, so yeah. it's like watching you is like refreshing. So I always love that. And I love that aspect about the show.
0: Karen, I think I didn't like as much <clears throat> as a villain because it seemed forced to me. It right. seemed like a character more than just a human being right. self-destructing and being insane. Right. It was like a little cartoony. It was right. a little it was bit like, like, like ah, it was little cheap. I know what I'm doing and I'm smart enough to get America to love me. And it worked and good for her. But I, it, I always just watched it and I was kind of like, ah, oh, it doesn't, it doesn't seem as real to me. And I, right. and I saw it. And so to me, it just was a character and not a villain if that makes yep, sense. Exactly. I, I, that's exactly what it was, but Hey, she's way more famous than I am. So good for you. Corinne. Is
1: she? I mean, so here's maybe. the thing. It's like when you, when I don't, I don't follow a lot of these people because yeah. it's just like, there's too many of them. And it's like, I forget they exist. Right. Whereas like, I see your stuff all the time. So like, Oh yeah. You know, but it's like, I just like, there's so many girls now. It's like, there's just like so few and far between. I just don't. Well,
0: I personally committed to following the people that I truly enjoy following. Um, right. And even, even that involves people who do a lot of the shilling, like, you know, I don't ca- right. make a make a dollar, honey. I don't care, whatever. Yeah. But, like if I don't enjoy following you and I don't like identify with your existence, then I'm, yeah. it's, just, it's no, it's no harm done. It's just like, I don't really, I don't want to see that shit on my timeline every day. Yeah. You I know? just think
1: it's, yeah and honestly like there was a time where i feel like the show was giving me like i don't know what it was i can't explain it but it was like it's not like a fomo feeling but it's like a lot of people have like a hard time i think moving on and you'll see you'll see these people like people who like still post like a lot of pictures of themselves on the show and like screen grabs from like tv and like you know what i mean it's like it's like, let it go, man. Yeah. Like, oh,
0: I totally stop doing agree with you. Shows. I, and, and I think this is where I listened to, cause I listened to reality Steve's podcast and I loved his episode yeah. with you because you know, you talked a lot about, about these kinds of things where it, a lot of times I, some of the people I follow from bachelor nation literally make me feel bad about myself. Yeah. And so I have to stop and it's nothing against them, but you know, as as someone I've talked about a lot, body image issues, I look at some of these girls and like on these vacations with a bunch of girls and their bikinis and their perfect bodies. And I start to feel poorly about myself, which is not the point of social media. I get that, you know, but yeah, it's, it's just hard. You're right. You know
1: know. what? And well, you shouldn't because you're beautiful, but like, but, but like, I totally hear what you're saying and it's like, it's just like so we'll go, looking at them all go on these like like revolve around the world. Oh, I'm like, the revolve! Oh. oh. Like, oh. it's like it's like kills me. i like, kills me. I just me. like can't.
0: It's like, I
1: actually. And then Coachella, I'm like,
0: oh. Coachella, I'm not even so. like it doesn't even affect me because I don't ever even want to go to Coachella, so it's not even that. But it's more of like. I see, I recently was, there was a big revolver on the world. I don't even know which one it was. Cause I swear they're always going around the world, but um, yeah, I, like they are. I posted, I was wearing this heinous outfit and I took a picture in a bathroom stall and in a mirror and just said revolve around the world, like hire me. Cause it's yeah. just like, it's so one dimensional to me. And it's like, God bless America. This is so dumb. But then part think of me about is, the
1: conversations like that revolve oh, around God. the world. Like, can you imagine? Like, it's just like, not for me. It's I so would, surface level. And I, it's, yeah. I so,
0: um, oh, here's something that you, you talked about with reality, Steve, and I wanted to touch on it. Um, who yeah. do you think is more dateable when it comes to this show? Is it the men or the women?
1: Oh yeah. So I think it's the women. Um, and I think that it's funny because this this show. It okay. So I work at Refinery Twenty Nine, which is like we are like our we are all about female empowerment, yeah. and it's just like so ironic because this show is like just it does nothing for it does nothing good for women. No, and nothing. It's I feel like the women get this like bad rap, but they're actually like some really great girls yeah. I think it's the men that are like very undateable like there's you know one or two good ones a season Yeah. usually those are the ones that like end up being the leads or you know who knows but it's well, actually, it's not usually because like, I don't think Colton is hateable. But um, no, oh, I think God. everyone
0: is on the same page with that for the most part. Yeah, I, I think, think so, too. I think the least amount of excitement around a bachelor this season than I've ever seen. Less than Ari. I think less than Ari, which is yeah r- crazy. I didn't yeah. mind Ari. I mean, he didn't like me, I like tweeted Ari did but... some things about me <laughs> that were funny. But as, oh, yeah, he doesn't love me as a person, which is fine. Because, you know, me and you, we do the snarky Twitter thing where we live tweet, and then he saw something and tweeted and he didn't like it and whatever. But I actually, I didn't mind him. I thought he wasn't, he didn't have enough charisma to be the Bachelor, but, like, I find him and Lauren to be an awesome couple, and I actually really respect the choice he made to, you know to do what he did. Um. Right. So so I didn't mind him, but I just feel like there's so many like stellar, baller, awesome female bachelorettes and leads. And then the men I just feel like it's just been like kind of dud after dud after dud. Uh-huh. And, and then we're supposed to like drop everything and die to date these these dudes? Yeah. I know. Like if you look at
1: like Rachel,
0: um oh, she's I don't know what her last name is, Lindsay. but yeah, she's like yeah, Lindsay. Her last name, uh, Rachel Lindsay. Yes, she has two first okay. names. Yep. Yeah. Okay.
1: <laughs> okay. Well, I, that's confirmed. Okay, I thought that confirmed. was her middle name. Yep. Um, she's like you know such a badass, and, like Andy, a lawyer, and Incredible. like you know these women have like Becca, you know they're all like top notch quality women. These JoJo. guys are like super fucking questionable. Yeah. Jojo,
0: right? Amazing and, women who like have right. also taken what they did on the show. And you know JoJo has an incredible clothing line, and Rachel's on ESPN now, and like all of this great stuff. Whereas like I, I it's hard for me to con- conceptualize this whole thing of like we're supposed to be thinking that these dudes are the guys that we should die to marry. Yeah, are just like kind of blah. It's.
1: My yeah, it's so I weird. Know. I mean, they like turn, they turn their, they turn their bachelorette dumb into successful businesses, mm-hmm. you know? And it's like, I can't really say the same for the bachelors, right? Nope. They're kind of like fall off of the earth. Um, except for the ones that like keep befriending new, new classes of, of bachelor people and keep hanging on to the, to those people's relevant. going to
0: the parties and the dumb uh, flying everywhere for these bar God. parties, <laughs> I I can't. We could go on and on. Um, Here's what I want to do. I want to talk. You have a couple Instagram and Twitter posts that I want to delve into. Okay. Um, So the first is your Instagram. You posted a photo of Amanda Bynes triumphant return, (laughs) (laughs) which we, (laughs) do you think that that will ever happen?
1: So I'm obsessed with Amanda Bynes and like, I don't know it's like, yeah, okay, great. Like she's the man classic, classic Um, quoted all the time. Sure. The, the rise and then the, the hard,
0: the motherfucking fall fall
1: was trash. (laughs) And like, I, it's like, so, and it's like, listen, like mental illness is no joke. And like that part is not funny. She clearly has Has an issue. Yeah um which i think but that's kind of why i became so obsessed cuz like i'm rooting oh. for her so hard same and i just i just got so obsessed with it that i like was tweeting her all the time like a sociopath <laughs> well, and then she, re- block- she, she blocked me she blocked you I was, yes i think one time she tweeted something like I'm down to 120 pounds, like only 30 more pounds to go. And I was like, "Where are your parents?" Or like I said something like that, and she blocked me. That was it. That was the end. So I was like, "Well, at least she knows who I am." That know? was when like, she was.
0: That when she was going through that Twitter phase where she was just tweeting yes, the most like ridiculous Drake. things about yes. her family and yeah, like her family wigs and stuff. Drake murdering her like vagina. Yeah. Yes. That was the exact time. Holy shit. What a fall. um, I tell you. What a fall from Grace, man. (laughs) Um,
1: She's, you know what? But she's got, she's got the, um, she's got the skeleton built for like Mm -hmm. a really stellar comeback. So I'm waiting for her. No, that's that's why why I brought it up. Um,
0: Yeah. I do see a triumphant return. um, And I think she's like in fashion school or something, which is great. Yeah. I think she's not fit on
1: this is why I love bachelor nation. Honestly, because my OG followers like still to this day, the minute that they see a Bynes article, they immediately send it to me and I'm like, and I'm like, God bless you. Thank Thank you you so much. This is the shit I want to see in my seat. (laughs) Like this is what I need.
0: I just love her. I mean, she's the man is one of the greatest movies of all time. I don't care what anyone says. Um, it's fabulous. It's It's truly fabulous. Um, Okay. One more thing. You posted a photo running into Jorge from paradise yes. on the beach. Did he recognize you or did you go up to him? He recognized me.
1: Oh, Of course. I spent most of my time with Jorge. If you, um, watched paradise, I remember going over to him numerous times saying I wanted to blow my brains out. So, um, oh yeah, Jorge, he was like on the beach and it was like so funny because, He's like literally the Sayulita celebrity. Yes. Like he is, he's made a name for himself out there and it's, it's so cute because he does have this, um, he does have a tourism business, so he turned it, you know, even Jorge can figure out the secret sauce. If Jorge like, can figure out the
0: sauce, we should all be able to figure it <laughs> yeah, out.
1: Exactly. So he's turned his bachelor stardom into a successful tourism business.
0: I so love Jorge. That's what he's been doing. All right. That was yeah. my, um, Yeah. Okay. One more. That, you once posted yep. a picture with a girl and you said on Wisconsin. So are you a Wisconsin fan or? Yeah. I went to Madison. You did? Yeah. Uh-huh. So, so my mom and well, my uncle, so
1: <gasps> I love Wisconsin. A your yes,
0: yes. You're a badger fan. Yeah. Oh, that makes me so happy.
1: Yeah. I, um, uh, college was the best four years of my life. I bet. Um, especially at school. Madison. <laughs> oh my God. I would encourage every single person who's listening to this to apply to uh, UW Madison and go there if they get
0: accepted. I'm so, so excited about this. Okay. So that's worth yes. it. Okay. So then I went off to your Twitter um, okay. and I saw that you tweeted about the haunting of Hill house. Uh, huh did you watch the whole thing? Did you make it through I watched
1: the whole thing? And it is like, I'm still thinking about it. And I'm like, literally, um, there's like some, someone tweeted something or posted something about how like, like every white girl's favorite line is to be like, are you watching the Haunting of Hill House? <laughs> which I think is so funny because it's like, it's just so cliche. But, I, but honestly that show, first of all, I like literally blinked and missed Alon's part, which I think is like the funniest still thing haven't ever because to I to like, it yet. Or maybe okay, I have and I
0: didn't see it. I don't know. Because half yeah. the time, I, my hand is over my eye. So it's I might yes, miss a lot what, of things.
1: That's what, that's what I told him. I was like, literally, I close my eyes for 75%. But... That show is unreal. It's it is really like, good. I'm not a spooky, like horror. I hate horror. Same. But this is like, wouldn't you agree that this show has like so many layers? Like oh, I can't stop yeah. thinking about it. That's
0: why for it is me, like, I keep pushing through, even though I can only watch an episode per day, maybe every other, and it has to be a daytime. Yeah. time. Um, so I feel like a lot of it I am waiting for, but, but the storyline is beautiful. I've cried a couple times. times. Yeah. It's not oh, just a spooky show. It's like, no, it's, it's you know, spambling. there's a lot of depth it's, to it. Someone yes, described it as the, this is us of horror, which,
1: okay. That
0: is could be true, but I don't true. watch this
1: is us because oh, okay.
0: I, cause I can't stand that show. Yeah.
1: But, um, yeah, I think it's, it's about family. It's about mental illness. It's about like perception is reality. Mm-hmm. It's like, I can like really get into it. Like all I want to do is have deep talks about haunted hill house. So like That's after good. you finish, let's like That's, have a conversation
0: Well, after we hang up on this, we'll just have a deep dive into it. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So the other <laughs> yeah. thing that you tweeted was about Peter Kavinsky. Um, oh my
1: God. I just literally, before we did this, I literally just watched his like sex, him jerking off. Wait, what? Yeah, there's, there's a, like video a video him of him having... Yeah. <gasps> yeah, I literally right before this call was watching it. Wait, like on a porn I don't know site? I, it's like, I'll send it to you after. My friend Please sent it do. to me. Apparently it's been out for a couple months, which is like, He's I found confer- out of way It's Noah Centineo
0: jacking off. He, oh, it's, oh, it's him. Uh-huh. You guys. It's, and it's good. Out. It's real good. He's very um, well endowed. So every, <laughs> I knew he was. <laughs> yeah. Um, so Peter Kavinsky is Noah Centineo. Um Yeah. Peter Kavinsky is in To All the Boys I've Loved Before, which yes. is a great Netflix original. Have you watched Lovely. um what's it was um oh my god. What was the other Netflix movie he was in? Sarah Oh, like Oh, with uh, Barb from Uh, Barb from uh, with Barb. Oh fuck. Um, Yeah,
1: no, I couldn't get through that one. That one was bad. Okay,
0: so if that one was bad, but if you want to see bad, you have to watch SPF eighteen. Oh, I think I have. It is the worst (laughs) movie. I I started that and turned it
1: off. I've literally this is the thing. A fun fact about me: I've like watched like I've literally watched everything. Same. It's like pathetic. Same. But like. Also great for conversation.
0: Yeah. Um,
1: but yeah, I think I tried to watch it. It's like, who's in that
0: it's, one? It's um nobody Him, but um, Keanu Reeves. Yeah. But he keeps <laughs> Noah Sitz Neo keeps dropping Keanu's name. And I don't know if Keanu like paid for that film or something, but it's the worst movie I've ever seen. Um, Oh, and then he I like, just finished he, the, Fosters. He watches the house. Yes. He watches the house. Okay. There's like a love okay, so, yeah. story, but there's no character development. It doesn't make any <laughs> yeah. sense. There's like this random yeah. woman who, um, you know, does the vocals, but you never see her face and it, it doesn't make any sense at all. Um, but here's why I wanted to tell you that. That movie was the reason why Noah Centineo tweeted me. Wait, he tweeted you? Yes. Okay. So I tweeted one time. I said, I'm so committed to Noah Centineo and I tagged him. So he got, yeah. but I, he has like 15 million followers, so I was like, okay, no, right. I said, I'm so committed to Noah Centineo that I will sit through this entire SPF 18 movie. <laughs> so no response, nothing, some favorites, whatever. Next morning I wake up and I see that he had responded or he, he had yeah. He responded to me with a heart, a crying, laughing face and a heart. <laughs> and I, at first when I saw it, I was like, okay, this must be like one of his fan accounts. And I pull it up on my phone and I'm like, he
1: knows you. He, you he knows me. Dating. So, then, You're so then there's more. Oh.
0: Oh so my then God. I quoted the tweet with, for a comment. And I said, I'm deceased. And then he favorited that. And then When I was in Iceland with my friend Brandy, we had just gotten to this waterfall and my phone is buzzing and I see I have notifications. Noah Centineo liked two of my tweets. One, both of them were not even about him. It was one of them was about flying on a red eye flight or something like that. And then I can't remember what the other one was. (laughs) But he favorited two of my tweets. I'm literally like sweating. Oh, right I started now. sweating. I, like I peed a little My reaction
1: to this is like by proxy. I'm like having a fucking heart oh, attack. A
0: dead deceased.
1: i want trying to act cool, but <sighs> <sighs>
0: yeah. Yeah. Um, he okay. favorited my tweets and I want, I was like, okay, so should, should I like make this a thing? But unfortunately yeah, DM. I, so his Twitter is set to where unless he follows you, you can't DM him. So, um, he never followed me, so it's fine. Oh, but anyway, me and okay. Noah Centineo <laughs> are not dating. <laughs> but now, like how you say everyone tags you in Amanda Bynes stuff, everyone yeah. tags me and Noah Centineo's okay, pictures. Okay, like, what... <laughs> like Like, your story is way more like, but I'm pretty sure. Like, I don't even think it's legal for me to date him. Like he's like 20 or something. So well,
1: I actually was just thinking about that. And now I'm wondering if I'm going to get like sued for like watching his like porn video, but like, How old is this guy? Like, I, I think he's twenty, 18. twenty. Okay. Jesus um, Christ,
0: not sure. But anyway, I saw you tweeting about Peter Kavinsky, who is my oh, the love he of my is life. So
1: sexy. <laughs> so but here's sexy. the thing about here's the thing about Noah Centineo. Actually, like, I can talk about this for like me a too. whole podcast. Yeah, me but- too. Next um, week. I watch, yeah, exactly. I watch his, um, like videos that he posts. I don't know if it's on his like stories or his Instagram or what, whatnot. but like he's a bit, he's a bit odd. Like, um, he's definitely like kind of like, yeah. yeah. And which is different. is okay. Like Fine. I'm kind of like, you're not, he I needs like, a haircut. Just, like, not
0: funny. Yeah. Yeah. He does. I wish like but... his manager would tell him to get a haircut. Yeah. Cause it's getting a little he's, bit um... long and his personality, he kind of sounds like he's always just woke up. Or he's yeah, just kind of exactly. high or something. Um, yeah. Oh, God. I, I can't believe that, there's sure. a vid. I can't believe oh, there's a bed. Oh, oh,
1: I'm God. so excited for all of your listeners. Oh, no. And I don't know how many people listen to this, but like I'm doing you all a
0: favor. There's a yeah, lot of I'm listeners. Saying, the only responses <laughs> I'm going to get are people. Can you send me the link?
1: <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, I'll watch it first well, and see I... if it's
0: discretionary. I'll be at the discretionary team for this.
1: Oh my god! You gotta. It, oh, my friend yeah. sent it to me last night, and I was like out and drinking, and I was like, I need to watch this when I'm sober. So I'm not gonna. Know. I'm not gonna ruin it for myself right now. And I literally waited until this morning. <laughs> so
0: I'm, I'm so like, excited. <laughs> yeah, oh, it, I, did, okay. it did. It did
1: it did, uh, it did some things to, uh, it did some things to me. I don't know. I was like, again, like I, it was like very like,
0: I don't know. <laughs> but anyway, oh, um, now I CMI. just, I had other questions, but fuck the questions. Cause now I just want to get the link <laughs> and hang up on this. So, um, okay. So where should everyone yeah, exactly. follow you on, um, Twitter? First of all, the big one.
1: Twitter for sure. Um, it's at Jacqueline Swartz and it's, it's the same across the board for all my handles. But the thing is is like my Instagram was like my personal Instagram because like again, like didn't ever like myself. Yeah. It's like but um but yeah, Twitter is my fave. So
0: catch catch up on the Yeah. That easy. the same on is it the same on Instagram too? Yeah, it's the same. Okay, great. Everyone go follow Jack. And, uh, (laughs) um, and follow Noah Centineo too. Actually, he like, he's too popular. It's annoying. Yeah. He literally went from like, I'm curious how many followers he had when it was the Foster's time. Did you ever watch the Foster's? No fabulous show. Everyone watch it. It's great. It's like, okay. well, you gotta, would hate it. I'll if if you don't cooler. like this is us, then you won't like the fosters.
1: Well, I love parenthood. Okay. I love it's very parenthood, more girls. Okay. Okay. It's very I'll parenthood,
0: but lesbian moms, which is freaking oh. awesome. And I love them. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. It's great. Awesome. I'm
1: watching brothers and sisters right now. So I'm you're like, busy. Trying to get, well, let me know when yeah, you're done, done with that
0: and then I'll give, <laughs> I'll give you the foster. You know yeah. And then view. next next week's podcast is a deep dive into Haunting of Hill House and more of Noah Centineo's. Yeah, uh, and, and everybody's
1: bit. thoughts on the porn. Did <laughs>
0: <bit. laughs> <laughs> will you will you please send me that the minute we hang up? Yep. Okay, wait, I will. Great, I'll text you. too. All right. Um, so everyone follow Jacqueline. Thanks for chatting with me. Um, it was so fun. Yes, I know. I okay. love that
1: you're drinking wine at 9am. So it is 11,
0: 11am now. So it's socially acceptable. Oh, okay. Okay.
1: Okay. It
0: okay. was, I think it was okay. 10 when we started. So it's, that's acceptable okay. socially. Um, okay. So everyone follow Jacqueline. Thanks for listening. And we're going to go watch some Noah Centineo vids now. Okay. Yep. Mm, great. Okay. I'll, I'll text you right after this. <laughs> okay. Okay. Bye. bye. All right. I can confirm that there is a video of Noah Centineo. I'm not going to share it because that's weird and gross, but it's on Twitter. Uh, okay moving on. Uh <laughs> make sure to follow Jacqueline on Instagram and Twitter once again. Jacqueline Swartz. That's J A C L Y N S W A R T Z. She is an awesome lady, fiercely authentic, which is something I really respect. You guys know that. So anyway, go on iTunes, give Mouthing Off five stars, write a little review with what you love about the podcast. Uh even if it's short, it helps me, helps you, helps the podcast exist very important. (laughs) Um, I'm heading to Morocco, um, this week. So I'm going to be recording an episode with a bachelor nation member who I'm going to be traveling with. You guys have heard her on this podcast before Sarah Heron and I are going to Morocco. So we'll be uh, recording hopefully in a our bed that we're sharing together i'm not even sure if we're rooming together but we'll find out um so yeah you guys have a great week and you'll be hearing from me and sarah next tuesday bye